Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul fest this beautiful morning. Lord, I am excited to come into your presence once again this morning. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the gift of your mercies. Thank you because they are new every morning and your faithfulness is great. Thank you for your love that is poured out on us. We give you all the praise. Thank you for giving us Jesus. Thank you because by his blood we are able to enter into your presence. We are able to cry out, Abba, Father, again this morning, King of glory, be magnified forevermore. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are the rock of ages, the rose of Sharon, the lion of the tribe of Judah. We magnify you as Yahweh, you said that is your nation from generations to generations. Yahweh be glorified in the precious name of Jesus. I call you the Father of my Lord Jesus Christ. Be glorified, precious Lord, in the precious name of Jesus. We magnify you as the Lord of heaven's armies as the Lord over the nations of the earth, of the old world, be glorified forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we have come this morning to read our Bibles again and to learn in your presence. We ask that you will speak to us again this morning. Grant us understanding in your word and let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. So quickly, uh, we continue our study, commentary, and reading together of the book of Matthew. We are doing this for the whole of the New Testament. Yesterday we stopped on Matthew chapter 26, uh, I think that is on verse 56. A big thank you to everyone joining in this morning. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for taking our time to be here again. A big thank you to everyone joining us for the first time. Maybe you heard about this podcast, someone introduced it to you. Thank you for coming this morning. I pray that your thirst for the word God will satisfy in the name of Jesus. Alright, so we read Matthew chapter 26 together yesterday and we will be completing it. Just a few more verses for us to complete Matthew chapter 26 and then we will take Matthew chapter 27 where Judas hangs, Judas hangs himself. We said yesterday quite a few points we took on. The first one I really spoke on was the choice. The choice of Judas to betray Jesus. The choice of Jesus to go to the cross himself. We also highlighted 
the fact that the kingdom of darkness was in few full gear as they were walking to to destroy Jesus. We know that because the Bible tells us that if they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So the devil was using people, used Judas, uh, used the members of the Sanhedrin, those who came to arrest Jesus here, obviously were being influenced by the devil. But in all, we, all, we also said that there were those that God was using. We saw the woman who came to pour the alabaster uh, oil in the alabaster box on the head of Jesus. We saw the man that had prepared the room. Yes, because that, that Passover meal was very, 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 very important. Okay, was very important enough to, uh, for Jesus getting ready to go to the cross. So while the kingdom of darkness was working, uh, yes, God was also working to see to our salvation. And what we concluded with yesterday was that each one of us we need to make a choice. Each one of us we need to make a choice. And then we also spoke about um, Peter, Jesus telling Peter that he was going to deny him, deny him three times. And how all of them vowed that they would never. But in the end, verse 46 said they all, <laughs> 56, sorry, they all fled when they came to arrest Jesus. At that point, all the disciples deserted him and fled. 57 says, Then the people who had arrested Jesus led him to the home of Caiaphas, the high priest, where the teachers of religious law and the elders had gathered. They led him to the home of Caiaphas. Why the home? I don't know. It should have been to the place where it would have been tried. And that would have been most likely at the temple, right? It says, meanwhile, Peter followed him at a distance and came to the, uh, to the high priest's courtyard. He went in and sat with the guards and waited to see how it would all end. Inside, the leading priest and the entire high council, they were meeting in the home. The entire high council were meeting in the home of Caiaphas. The entire council were trying to find witnesses who would lie about Jesus. At that, it was early in the morning. Okay, they, I'm sure most likely they, they arrested him maybe sometime in the, you know, very early in the morning. And so even before the break of dawn, before the rooster crowed, you know, they were looking for witnesses at that time. So they would have had to prepare some, right? Yes, we know that some came forward to lie, but their words just did not agree. Trying to find witnesses who would lie about Jesus so they could put him to death. They had made up their mind. Just like Judas had a choice, Jesus was going to the cross based on his choice these guys had, had also made a choice they had made up their mind that they were going to kill jesus this was not a trial to ascertain whether he was guilty or not this was a trial in pretense for them to kill him they were looking for fourth witnesses so they could put him to death said but even though they found many who agreed to give false witnesses 
They could not use anyone's testimony. They could not use any, anyone's testimony. What would they have said? That he was going around healing people, delivering those who were oppressed by demons, raising the dead, opening the eyes of the blind, the lepers were cleansed. What would they have been saying? Their words just did not agree. I'm sure the most, um, the strongest points would have been, they would have been saying that he was calling himself the son of God, which was one, if you read the book of John, the main contention that they had with him, him calling himself the son of God. But they said, he says they could not use anyone's testimony. Finally, two men came forward who declared, verse 61, who declared, this man said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. How that can be a ground to kill someone I do not understand. He claimed he, he, he could destroy the temple in three days. Has he destroyed the temple or attacked the temple? Instead, he went into the temple to clear it out and declared that the temple is a house of prayer and that people were making it into a den of thieves and said that a, a den of thieves and said that the temple was his father's house. Obviously, he was not trying to destroy the temple. Okay, so he said, he said he could this man said i am able to destroy the temple of god and rebuild it in three days that's his own word no he did not so it's not a ground to try and kill him see then the high priest the high priest stood up and said to jesus well aren't you going to answer these charges what do you have to say for yourself because while they were making all of this accusation, Jesus did not feel the need to respond because the accusations were silly. Yes, they were silly. They didn't make any sense. So in verse 63, he said, But Jesus remained silent. Then the high priest said to him, I demand, I command you, I demand in the name of the living God, tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. For those who, Muslims especially, claim that Jesus never, never, they will tell you to open a verse, a time where Jesus says that he was the son of God. The question I ask again and again is why did they kill him? Why did, how could they find a ground to kill him? You can see that at his trial, they had tried different things. They would have said he did this, he did this, he did this. All of it did not agree. But the minute they brought it to this point, the Messiah, the Son of God, they found a ground to kill him. Yes, they are killing him because Jesus is claiming that he is the Son of God. Now, in the Old Testament, when the high priest demands or commands you to answer in this way, you had no choice, you had no say. So Jesus had no say, he had to respond. He said, are you, tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. Jesus replied, you have said it. In other words, I am the Messiah. I am the Son of God. So how can you be asking us to show or to show you a place in the scripture where Jesus agrees or said that he is the Son of God? It's right here. 
Jesus said, you have said it. I am the Son of God. And in the future, you will see the Son of Man seated in the place of power at God's you will see him seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on the clouds. He will be coming on the clouds of the heaven. That's Daniel 7 verse 13. They knew all of them there in the iron council knew what he was claiming. They knew he was claiming to be the son of God. They knew, they also know that only the son of God fulfills that Daniel 7 13. That will be coming in the clouds. <laughs> Jesus claimed to be the Son of God. Okay, so let's settle that one. Um, it is the, was the only ground they could find to kill him, kill him, and coming on the clouds of heaven. Since then, the high priest tore his clothing to show his horror and said, "Blasphemy! Why do we need other witnesses? You have all had his his blasphemy. What is your verdict?" guilty they shouted he deserves to die for claiming to be the son of god he deserves to die then they began to spit in jesus jesus's face and beat him with their fists and some slapped him cheering prophesy prophesy to us you messiah who eat you that time sadly sadly this meanwhile peter was sitting outside in the courtyard I think it was it was John that told us that they first took Jesus first to the home of Annas before they took him to the home of Caiaphas. Okay, so and we have to agree that that is possible. Okay, Matthew is only capturing the trial that happened in the house of Caiaphas. Since meanwhile Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard, a servant girl came over and said to him, "You were one of those." You were one of those with Jesus, the Galilean. But Peter denied it in front of everyone. I don't know what you are talking about, he said. Later out by the gate, another servant girl noticed him and said to those standing around, this man was with Jesus of Nazareth. This man was with Jesus the, of Nazareth or Jesus the Nazarene. Again, Peter denied it, this time with an oath. I don't even know the man, he said. A little later, some of, some of the other bystanders came over to Peter and said, You must be one of them. We can tell by your Galilean, your Galilean ac accent. We can tell by your Galilean accent. Peter swore a curse on me. If I am lying, I don't know the man. And immediate, immediately the rooster crowed. Now, question this morning. Why do you think... Peter denied Jesus. I am certain that if that accusation had come before Jesus was sentenced to death, Peter would still have stood for Jesus. But the moment it was certain that his case was settled, he was sentenced to death, in other words, if they had arrested him, they would have killed him with Jesus. Okay? Peter felt the need to, uh, <laughs> to deny. That's the first point. The second point, I would think, you know, Jesus had told them, watch and pray so that you do not fall into temptation. Peter was relying on his own strength. He thought he, could, he would be able to stand for Jesus. And then 
at this point i'm sure he would have realized that he was confronting demons he was confronting powers that were beyond him i think these were the reasons that peter denied jesus he came to the end of human 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 capacity human strength he realized that look <laughs> uh, yes i'm not dying i'm not dying here i'm not dying here okay i'm sure he would have been heartbroken he says and immediately the rooster crowed ah, suddenly jesus jesus's words flashed through peter's mind before the rooster crows you will deny three times that you even know me and he went he went away weeping bitterly amen all right so that's matthew chapter 26 he went away weeping bitterly the same thing is going to happen to to judas he will go away weeping bitterly and then will hang himself will commit suicide um thank god peter did not commit suicide eventually he will go on to be the rock upon which jesus says i will build my church and the gate of hell will not prevail again just one of the rocks okay jesus himself is the rock hallelujah all right i don't know about you but i was blessed by that big lessons for us this morning to learn from peter uh, watch and pray let's watch and pray so that we don't fall into temptation let's watch and pray so that we don't fall into temptation you don't undo the devil with human strength you will fail i pray for you this morning that you will not fail in the mighty name of jesus so we learn also that jesus was killed because he is the son of god jesus also promises that the people that were accusing him there we see him returning returning one day daniel chapter 7 verse 13 jesus says that they will see the son of man seated in the place of power at god's right hand and coming on the clouds of heaven that is the second coming of jesus okay jesus is the son of god let that be settled once and for all. Jesus did not just say people should say he is the son of God. Jesus claims to be the son of God. Hallelujah. I want us to pray this morning. Lord, help us. Help us, Lord. Unlike Peter here, we want to be able to stand, stand for our faith lord we don't want to deny you so we pray this morning that you will give us the courage the strength to stand for our faith i think it's a prayer we should all pray this morning to stand for our faith some of us might need to give our lives for our faith some of us might need to stand for the gospel to stand for the name of jesus lord we are praying this morning that when that time comes we would stand firm we would not be shaken lord we will not deny that we know you lord we pray this morning help us in the mighty name of jesus help us in the mighty name of jesus our second prayer point lord this morning give us give each one of us a revelation of you 
as the Son of God. We thank you because you have brought us into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, Father. We pray this morning that just like Paul, we want to know you better and better. So we ask, give us a revelation of Jesus, the Son of God. Help us to know you better and better in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for everyone listening in this morning. Lord, we will love you more and more. We will know you better and better in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for everyone. We will not deny that we know you. I pray for courage. I pray for boldness to stand for the gospel. We thank you, precious Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.